Alright guys, yo, um, yo, yo. how is you doing? We know it's been a while. Let's get into it. Please. Let's get into it. No, but before we get into it, we've got to announce that, you know, we, we, we're one, one teammate. We're one know? wig less. We're one wig less. Yeah. Yeah. So Jean, our, our babe, our fine babe, our fine babe is busy, Shash. Listen. She's booked, booked and, busy, and busy. Okay. Booked Sis and busy. Sis I'm on, I'm on leave mm. until further notice. Yeah. Um, but I know she's listening, laughing at this. So shout out to you. <laughs> shout we out miss to you. G. But you know, I drank your coffee this morning, so you know, and I'll continue to drink <laughs> your drinks and eat your food. Right. So we're good. It's good. <laughs> we're good here. Oh, but yeah, man. so it's me, Tandai, and Ugo. We Hello. have missed you guys, and we're so excited so to much. catch up with you. Thank you. Shout out to everyone who's messaged us. Both, both, just to say like, hey, like, see, you know, seeing what we're doing, mm -hmm. keeping in touch mm -hmm. on our personal Instagrams as well. Yeah. But also to keep step on our necks. Honestly, we've got many messages that have been like, where, 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 do, you where's, think where's, you, where do you think you're going? What do you think this is? <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, the listeners were ready, so no, we're back. And we're actually, back. there's so much to get into. <sighs> like, I'm actually overwhelmed as to how much has been happening. Yeah. Um, and why? I, why did we drop off? Let's. I mean, it's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. I think it was a combination of things. I think, uh, Corona. Mm -hmm. I think the 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 level of pandemics, both racial mm -hmm. and health wise that have been occurring in the world i mm -hmm. think some of it definitely needed some time mm -hmm. um for that to kind of just marinate um and i also think the process side of podcasting as well mm -hmm. is something that I, I mean one thing we said on this podcast was that we'd be transparent with our journey yeah man and it is something that actually takes a bit of time so given there were so so many other things happening I think it was a good time for us to step back and review like does this fit in with our life and mm -hmm. what we're trying to do mm -hmm. and if so how can we make sure we're engaging with you guys but also you know not overextending ourselves yeah yeah exactly and I think I, I actually really like that because for me right the good news is for you lot that we came out of that process of like reflecting mm -hmm. and we're still here mm -hmm. we both said to ourselves nah this needs to exist okay <laughs> and you know I, I think we're now going to make some smarter choices yeah to make sure that it exists to the quality we want to do it at yeah but also we keep the conversation flowing and it's sustainable yes so it's only good things man only good, only good things from here yeah henceforth and speaking of good things mm. we 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 actually i don't want to jump into thread for thought <laughs> but i want to jump into thread for thought <laughs> Ugo. Long live the king, the king. <laughs> <laughs> so we just um in kind of preparation for this for this episode we decided to have fresh thoughts on black is king and we yeah. just watched it yeah listen yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I feel like i just drank a, a big glass of where's your life going yeah and where's your excellence at yeah i really do yeah no beyonce screams at me violently every time like i i, I said this I, very loud i didn't want to watch this unprepared yeah, yeah yeah i didn't want my wig to fall off yeah without me knowing what i was walking into mm. because the level of blown away Snatchery. nah it's Snatched. a lot it's a lot and i think before we even get into like the politics of it mm. i think for me she just i think she's astounding in terms of her work rate breathtaking breathtaking because you watch you watch her output mm. and it's just flawless mm. like actually mm -hmm. perfectly executed and i think what astounds me every time is that it becomes more and more complicated yeah and you can see it yeah and so she never like she looks at the last thing she did yeah and you see how like ridiculously like meticulous and the complexity of what she just did and she's like double it yeah i want more. times three times three mm -hmm. because you watch the film of her doing um coachella mm -hmm. like how the hell did they put this thing together mm -hmm. but now man's doing across the country cross country fam not on a stage nah. she said cross country said everything must be black yeah. whether you have to now go Listen, because if you now have to go <laughs> stretch yourself to South Africa and then come back yeah, make to Peru and then come back, I want you to find someone black who did it. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. That's mad to me. No, there was no dilution to her Not message. Not at all. Not at all. And I love that. And I yeah. definitely, 
I relentlessly it. yeah and it's 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 just such an I think it's an amazing ethos to take away mm. is that when you have that vision mm. relentlessly execute yes relent like yes. just you know laser focus on what this needs to be and yeah. to look like people will shift look at no one you, the ndas that this woman must give out Bruh. madness Bruh. she said no one will know mm-hmm. the contents of this film until the day i drop it yeah and i'm gonna have so much involvement and like the credit list yeah ridiculously long and yeah. i'm gonna have people from all over the world yeah but they're gonna they're gonna feel so strongly about my project mm. they're not gonna say a word mm-hmm. imagine that and it's listen we saw tiffany haddish like if you talk on beyonce yeah the blacklistery mm. that's about to hit you, mm. it's not worth it. Different. It's not worth it. And if you get the opportunity to be in the presence of someone who's that talented mm. and hardworking and recognized and influential, and you fumble the bag by opening your mouth, <laughs> I don't know what to say for you. You didn't yeah, deserve it tiff, in the first place. Tiff. Fumbling the bag like yeah. that, it's embarrassing. She could have been in that film today. <laughs> yeah, man. You could have been there. Yeah. Nah, but you couldn't. Too loud. Sorry. Well. No. <laughs> She couldn't have been, but that's a nice thought. Um, but what I was gonna say was, every time the the scene that gets me with Beyonce, yeah, mm. is when she's. I think it was for Coachella, and she's she's on her diets. You know, one of her diets, mm. and she's. I think she's just eating fruit and veg, and there's one clip where she says, "I'm hungry." Mm-hmm. She didn't say she was. I'm hungry. <laughs> like you could feel it from. Her, her core mm. but sis is going into a dance rehearsal and hungry and like i think obviously you know she has nutritionists and people who make sure that she's healthy whilst doing all of this but for me it's just like like you said that laser focus that level of discipline like you're gonna keep going regardless that's what's phenomenal to me but besides now that we've acknowledged her greatness mm-hmm. Let's let's unpick. Let's let's unravel. Let's talk about the it. The material. Yeah. Because there were several things that she could have improved on. Yeah. And and I start I start with a question to you as we discuss this, right? Like mm. having your in your head as you listen. Mm. Like, what do you think her actual intention was mm. with this project, mm-hmm. or in general with this kind of? I would say relative. Like, she's always wanted to uplift black communities black women Mm -hmm. but i feel like this kind of um this kind of uh, connection Mm -hmm. relation to uh her heritage ethnically Mm -hmm. is relatively new like blackness not new but the kind of roots of that relatively new Mm -hmm. so my question to everyone is what do you having watched it what do you think her intention with the project was was it supposed to be black is beautiful and it came from Africa. Mm-hmm. Was it supposed to be black is more complicated than just being black in America? Look at all these black people uh, and what they can do uh, in Africa. Yeah. Was it Africa isn't this kind of huge sandpit? There is wealth, there is richness, there is beauty, there is art, there is like all sorts of complexity and, and you know, intrigue yeah. and whatever. Like, what was the intention? Was it, I just want to make a good looking film, have Disney stamp their, their thing on the front? Yeah. <laughs> with the fairy uh, yeah. castle and hire a bunch of black people to be on Disney's payroll. Like, what do you actually think was the intention? I think you've mentioned a bunch of mm. things which are probably all true mm. to a certain extent. I think the most important thing that you said is that she is growing to understand her blackness mm. and what she wants that to mean and what she what marks she wants to have on the world. Because I think she said this in her documentary, but having kids, you know, mm-hmm. and all of those things have really shaped the importance of understanding her own narrative and how that intertwines with being black but what she wanted to do specifically with this obviously i don't know the exact answer yeah but i imagine that it's in line with everything else that she's been doing with coachella which is putting black people at the front of creativity Mm -hmm. and showcasing the talent that black people have but also i think within that art it's about pushing a new narrative about, like you said, our history, yeah. where we come from. And I think the issue is that's where it gets a bit hairy. Okay. <laughs> that's where it gets a bit fluffy. Yeah. 
blurry. It gets a bit blurry. And we touched on this in one of our other episodes. Mm. I think it was something along the lines of Beyonce referring to Africa, like saying I'm going to Africa. It was during the Lion King promo, right? Yeah. I think something around that. People who say I'm going to Africa, yeah? But where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah. Like, where are you going? Because, Because, and people try and compare like, you know, like, oh, I think the, the direct comparison would be Asia. Mm. Because you can't really say I'm going to Asia because of the size of it. We're yeah. talking geographically, yeah. the size of it. Yeah. You can't say Asia. You have to say China, India, whatever. Be specific about yeah, it. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to push a more accurate narrative mm-hmm. about that region well and exactly that and that's that i think was a disappointment with the film is that if one of the intentions um was to create specificity around what africa actually is and looks like yeah for people yeah and and how diverse you know and rich the culture is yeah then by actually kind of i don't even want to say mislabeling but not labeling fam, where no all of, she just she did pick a mix she pick with and the mix whole everything. continent fam Pick and mix. And it's kind of like, again, I think what we were saying as we were watching is that it would have been beautiful. I actually love the, I think the marrying of different cultures and aesthetics was actually amazing. But without the label, it just became a lot less interesting to me. Yes, yeah. And a lot less important. Yes. And I think it's a shame because it's like an opportunity lost. Like, yes. because there will be people who just think, wow, African art is amazing. But African they won't art, know that bruv. the girl was wearing kente <laughs> with a Nigerian headdress and then they were singing in Zulu and they were actually in <laughs> Nairobi. <Bruh. laughs> like, and that's, that's yeah, it's a shame to yeah. lose that level of detail. Yeah. Because not only is it important for people outside of Africa, but I think even for me as someone who's from Zimbabwe, like there were several scenes in there where I was like, I would love to know where that beach is. Mm. I would love to know, you know, the heritage of this this dressing. Mm. Um and I just think, yeah, there was a level of detail lost of which you whether you like it or not, mm. you have the opportunity to educate people. Yeah. And you kind of missed, missed it. Missed it. And I know someone is listening and thinking, yeah, but it's art and it's a Disney film. And I completely agree. That's why the question is, was that the intention? Because that's what people are praising her for, right? It's celebrating African culture, but then you haven't actually celebrated, like, the individualism of the culture. So then what are you praising her for? I can praise her for an incredible yeah. hour and a half yeah. of beautiful imagery. Exactly. And I can praise her for uplifting the creators and communities that she would have involved to create it. I think Absolutely. both those things, 100%, tick, tick, ticks, tens across the board. Yeah. But like when it comes to actually the like, yeah, the, the I feel I arguably... No, I wouldn't say the most important part because at the end of the day, getting people on the payroll in real time is probably like, uh, you know, tactically most important. But the the part with the most longevity, mm, mm, this could have been a film that people reference. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It could have been. It. I think, and I think, although people may look at it as not that important, like as we spoke about, like pushing this monolithic narrative about black people Mm. is what's been so damaging in the first place in terms of like when people the ignorance that people have when they travel abroad yeah yeah um and when they go to these countries and i think it's just such a fine balance between highlighting what's positive and then not matching reality yeah and then on the other hand like condensing things so much that you're actually pushing more of that problematic perspective yeah. that Africa is this one place. Yeah, It's yeah. really not. And I think for me, I found it a little bit... Yeah, I was frustrated at several scenes where I just kind of felt like the importance and the value of it was lost because you weren't highlighting mm-hmm. where each thing was coming from mm-hmm. or who this person is. Why are they significant, you know, to people in Ghana or Zimbabwe or Zambia or Congo? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel like you're you're absolutely right. We can value her talent, mm-hmm. we can value her art, and still critique areas that she could have done better. Well, you say you you say we can, but 
if you've been on Twitter, and this is why this is my thread for thought, because yeah. I have actually read people critiquing this very thing yeah. and literally getting threats of death, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And okay, let's, besides from, because I think the stand culture is a whole different conversation for a whole different day, right? Yeah. yeah let's yeah. get away from the extremity of like sending someone a death threat because they wanted to critique the, the film. Yeah. I think there's also been like eh, some, you know, some healthy, some not so healthy debate yeah. around, you know, okay, you could define when someone kind of explores African-Americanism and like general like diaspora Mm -hmm. with also like history, but then also a little bit of fantasy. Mm -hmm. People do um, describe that as Mm Afrofuturism. So Afrofuturism for people that don't know that like, kind of definition if you google it right afrofuturism is a cultural aesthetic that combines science fiction history and fantasy to explore the african-american experience and aims to connect those from the black diaspora with their forgotten african ancestry mm-hmm. so some people are like you know this was her take on afrofuturism and yeah. if you look at a lot of the newer kind of music videos from african artists they're heavily kind of inspired by this sort of thing as well yeah. like they actually explore again like uh, their ancestry through like this kind of fantastical lens yeah which is cool that's yeah. also cool but again it's like okay sure then let's not praise the girl for <laughs> like no she just made a really cool film yeah um you know yeah there's uh, this she's like a writer called jade bentil at jade bentil on twitter and again she called it wakandification yeah which is not the same as afrofuturism like, like an art form Wak- yeah. wakandification really for her or at least what i got from what she said was that it's when you're taking the pieces of the cultures yeah and spinning it in a way that makes you money <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's yeah. a it's a convenient it's just a convenient and picturesque way of putting things yes that like frames the black experience in terms of like black liberation but actually it's just not the state of the world right now yeah oh man it's just so many debates you know yeah. oh, like black liberation for some but not for all and you know yeah. black lives matter but not all like uh, da, 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 da. well let's start with i think the really really key thing that you said there was that wakandification mm. term because i think What's most problematic about that for me mm. is when people in Africa can't relate to the movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's, you can be in America, you can be in the UK feeling like, yeah, wow. Like, but if people in Africa cannot relate to that story, then you aren't even telling the African story. Yeah. That for me is what's like, if there is that level of detachment, then you know you're you're again you're just moving so far from reality mm-hmm. that everything that you're saying about wanting to uplift these people then mm, is it as true mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. and so i think yeah i i i honestly feel like it goes back to your initial question which is that when you're doing this sort of thing you actually have to spell it out quite plainly so people understand what it is that you're trying, trying to, to do. do. If it is that you are trying to paint a future picture, mm. you know, then I think a lot of people will be more receptive to what they're seeing. Yeah. But if you're not explicit about what you're doing, what it leaves it open to is interpretation. And that can be quite damaging because for a lot of people, they'll just use it to feed whatever biases that they, they already have. had. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, for me, it's like, you know what? If the girl, I say the girl, if the lady, <laughs> the woman, if the sis, the lady, the lady, the queen, if the queen wants to make some art that makes some cash, make some cash for her, make some cash for Disney, make some cash for a bunch of black people that she managed to bring into the deal, mm-hmm. that's actually okay. Like, as in, you know, uh, given, imagining that you're okay with the, with the capitalist society. Like, yeah. You know, but that's okay but my thing is then don't let's not look to beyonce for this complex like picture of um or this complex like historical review of africa and its cultures like let's not look to let's not look to it yeah the, it then becomes a conversation of like okay with her given her platform mm. she has the opportunity to do these things mm. does she have the responsibility mm. yes I, I, personally i think people should just do more work and f- if they genuinely like i get it obviously the average person won't do that work which is why you you hope that people like beyonce would use their platform to kind of shine a light but at the end of the day sis is trying to make money man <laughs> she's trying to make money like if that was her case then that's what she should say Mm. but it's not it's it's never what she says it's It's not what she says and i uh... she doesn't say much though (laughs) (laughs) 
say much. No, you know what? I know what? what you mean. I know what you mean. I hear you. I just think Beyonce stands also need to uh, normalize, mm. you know? Growth, fam. Like, yeah, I just I, I just kind of feel like no one's saying what she did was bad. Yeah, at least yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm hearing. Anyone with eyes cannot look at that and not be like, this is so majestic. Yeah. This is powerful. This yeah. is whatever. Like, it's amazing. It's Beyonce. But at the same time, there is room for growth. For sure. And just because she is black and she, you know, it, it there's no way she hasn't faced challenges to even create this, right? She has. She's climbed a lot of barriers just to get to this point. We can acknowledge that, mm. all of that, mm-hmm. and still identify areas where she can improve. And I, I can only imagine that getting to her level of success, yeah. that's the mindset that she has. Oh, for sure. So... I'm not sure the people who are really sitting here crying for Beyonce, I'm not sure Beyonce is really looking at it from that perspective anyway. At all. At all. Sis is probably making notes right now. Yeah. On... She's... It's definite that she's made... The fact that there wasn't... It didn't feel like there was much Nigerian, Mm. like, Ghanaian, West African representation in what she was doing. Yeah. It made me feel like she'd taken notes. Yes. Because usually she's like... I'm going to Africa. And she's in Nigeria. All right, sis. (laughs) And she's in Ankara. Do you know what I keep remembering? When Phaedra went to Ghana Mm. and she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to the motherland. I'm going to Africa. Mm. And it was just like, babe, you're in Ghana. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, but yeah, like. Which of course, I mean, you know, like maybe that is her motherland. Yes, if she had specifically said, I'm going to the motherland, Ghana, yeah. then fine. Yeah. But sis had no ancestry records. Right. She just went to, because um, in Ghana they have like the cells where they kept people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that they visit, and that's where she went, which right. is amazing. Like, yeah. go educate yourself. Yeah. But I think ultimately it's just that, like, let's get past that layer of ignorance. Let's, yeah. let's challenge ourselves to go a step further. Yeah, yeah. And let's really listen to the people of Africa and hear how they want their story to be told. Yeah. And I think that is the way that you get it right. It's let's use my creative direction. Let's use my artistic talent. Mm. And let's take the voices of those people and hear what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Mic dropped. Mic drop. Okay. But Mike... anyway, long live the king and the king knows. Sing it. <laughs> ah, that video. No, guys, I got goosebumps. I had goosebumps. I can't lie to you. Just. There and was the oh, tongue. Oh. It was the tongue for me. There's it a, was the dark, the choreo for me. She hit one move, yeah. Listen, we and both she said all oh, you guys are on the flow. <laughs> one move, and it was just. She said, she said, don't you know I made Afrobeats? <laughs> I've been in this genre. Did you not I've know? Been, I've been. This Did is you my not? third Afrobeats album. That's what that tongue <gasps> said. That tongue really said you thought I was gonna fake it, huh? <gasps> and then I Listen. saw Lupita, oh, and I said I'm finito. I'm finito. You yeah. want to bring Naomi? You uh, want to bring Lupita? Yeah, no, you no, want no. ah? It was a wrap. From it's then, a wrap. Yeah. It, was a it was an absolute wrap. No, genuinely. Yeah. I think she outdid herself, mm. and I think the only reason we're even able to bring these critiques is because we're dealing with someone of near her caliber. Per- exactly. We're talking so- near perfection mm. in every other element. We're yes. actually like, you know what? Someone who is so hardworking and who nears perfection so yeah. often. Yeah. She is someone who is capable then yes. of bringing it all the way home. Yeah, That's the only reason we're having be. this conversation. Bring it be. Because she really could have just dropped a couple videos for the two big bops. Yeah. Done, you know, had had um, Wizkid singing his song. Yeah. Cute little dresses. Yeah. Off we trot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the fact that she's pushing the boundaries. She is. That's why we're challenging her to say you can, you know, take a home run. Amen. So, and everyone should be challenged, man. Yeah, like, man. this isn't even... Like, anything to scream about. Not at all. Like, challenge people. Mm. It's not hard. My thread for thought. Mm. Well, well, anyways. <laughs> what the tweet know? says, I hope at 45 I'm still having sex with my husband because a lot of mm. African marriages look like companionships slash friendships. Mm. That, that's why these uncles are after us. What? Now, that last oh, part, I'm just going to... I don't, I don't think we should even touch on that last part. Let's cause I think let's focus on the 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 beginning. Speak for yourself. Mm, I just can't. Okay, so first of all, in my marriage, I'll be married so I can say sex for those elders who are listening. I'll be married. All right. Amen. Um, 
So yeah, at forty-five. I hope I'm still having sex. Like, what do you mean? I hope. <laughs> we should be talking how many times. <laughs> like at forty-five. Come on. But I think it's a the the key thing for me is just like the lack of intimacy mm. and affection, public mm. affection. That yeah, it's not really something that's normalized in a lot of. Um, African cultures, mm. and I mean, when I say a lot, I'm talking about the ones I've seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, can't really speak for the fifty something countries that are there. Seeing as we just came Thank from, you. yeah, you know. <laughs> from not generalizing, <laughs> not generalizing. So yeah. I'm gonna just speak on the ones that I've seen. But I, yeah, mm. I definitely think like we haven't grown up like seeing people holding hands, mm. kissing in public. In fact, I even remember like coming to the UK and seeing people do that I'm like can you can you yeah. can you not see outside yeah <laughs> like what is you doing you know yeah and now I feel like I'm a bit more comfortable with like PDA but it's mad how many people like that tweet and you know kind mm. of grew up feeling the same way thing is you you emulate whether you like it or not right until you actively unlearn it you emulate the behaviors in the relation in, in relationships that you've seen, mm, right? To some mm. extent, like o- obviously some people that's not to everyone, mm. but some people will grow up seeing behaviors and think I actively don't want to do this. But the majority of people, myself included, you emulate the the, the relationships you've seen, and I'm like, when I think about, well, let's put it this way, right? If you, for me, I can tell you in my family tree mm-hmm. there have been at least there's like at least one arranged marriage, like yeah. my grandparents, yeah, right, yeah. So, and I'm not saying arranged marriages are then not full of affection, mm. but I guess when you compare it to certain, and did the tweet, sorry, did the tweet say black and African Af- households? What did it it say? just said African marriages. Right. There are certain cultural groups, ethnic groups, mm. where arranged marriage who? Mm. Arranged marriage what? Mm. It's actually very much on the basis of affection, love, infatuation, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you have that, your, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like that's that kind of PDA and like that extent to which you're openly affectionate is yeah. the it's like a cultural thing. I don't know. Yeah. I I just I um. So this, what you're saying is you think it's the arrangedness? No, no, no. I think it's a combination of things. Yeah. I think it's the fact that culturally speaking, things like arranged marriages are more prominent among like African house- households, certain Asian house- households, etc. I think when you combine that also with the level of respect certain things that we believe is respectful or not respectful to do in mm, front of mm, others, right? Mm, like, mm. we wouldn't... I wouldn't go to... If my grandma was home yeah. and my boyfriend came over for dinner, yeah. he's not touching my leg. Ah, he's not all over up in my business. Exactly. Can you imagine? That's what I'm Just saying. Just there fondling whilst your the, grandma... While your gra- Thank even my you. parents, bruv, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to have to just chill. Thank you. Like, maybe a cute arm around my shoulder. A little one, you know, you know like, exactly. Like a little, a little, a little, a little. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. A but... very long gaze. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know what I mean? So I just, I just think there are less opportunities yeah. for us to respectfully yeah. show affection yeah and then it, it it translates then into not necessarily wanting i mean among the people i've dated yeah all of them none of them have been into pda yeah you know and they've yeah. all been of african heritage yeah so you know it's kind of like it I, I really do feel like these it, it translates I, I i do feel like there's a cultural connection i can't tell you i can't pinpoint exactly what it is yeah i think part of it is the respect piece i also think part of it is having parents of parents of parents who weren't necessarily in these like super affectionate infatuation based yeah. relationships yeah that's what i would say yeah like, doesn't mean that you can't i mean you know it doesn't mean you can't be um so what you're saying is that has nothing PDA to do with my sex doesn't life mean... please speak for yourself <laughs> pda doesn't mean that you're not intimate behind closed doors exactly. is what you're saying i just think okay so on the first point i think cool like we're saying you know people weren't necessarily growing up affectionate and Therefore, maybe it doesn't happen as naturally before. But a lot of these men were pregnant and got married because they were pregnant. So it's like (laughs) there was definitely some affection happening. But as you say, behind closed doors, maybe not in front of people. Mm. I think for me, I, I definitely want to strike a better balance because I think part of seeing that affection publicly is that you identify what's respectful Mm. and what's not respectful Mm -hmm. as in like if you see you know i don't know your mom 
kiss, giving your dad a kiss on the cheek or, you know, rubbing their shoulder or whatever. I don't know, like, like, or more of that, for example. I don't think that's any less respectful, but I think what it does begin to show is just when you are going into your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, what is an acceptable form of affection? Because mm-hmm. I think when you have nothing shown, mm-hmm. similar to when people just don't talk about sex, yeah. you form those views by yourself yeah. or you form them from your age mates. Yeah. And now your age mates are now doing slap up on the bum yeah. in the middle of the street. And, and you're, you're like, like come, oh, cool. cool. This is what we're doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I, I feel you. And so I, I definitely agree. I think it's, it's, it's a respect element. And I think it's something that you always have. But I think I've also appreciated when I've been in relationships where people are more affectionate publicly, Mm. even if it's just like other people who care about me seeing that this person is outwardly displaying their love for me. Mm. And I think that's something, there is something beautiful about that. I like, I like moments of public affection mm-hmm. that i don't expect yeah i don't necessarily need to hold your no, hand for the, a we're not whole stuck hour. by the hip we're not fam. stuck by the hip but nah. that little kind of cheeky one you, you know, know what I mean? we're just eating and then you know cute something cute happens do you know what i mean that's what we're that's yeah, nice, that's nice. Uh, yeah. it's not a problem it's not a problem at all but i agree i think there's definitely a line and i i feel like couples who are sorry if this is you <laughs> but couples who are like yeah, join at the hip at the party and you're just following each other around. Mm. You're wrapped e- around each other. After that know. one for me then encroaches on actually we're doing this performative. to show performative. Mm-hmm. This is to show you how in love we mm-hmm. are. I don't want to feel like I'm in a relationship where I've actually got to validate that we are together together yeah. and in that kind of way. No, no, no. There's a comfortable medium for sure, but I still don't see the I still don't see the relevance between that outward affection and how much I have sex with my husband. Do you know what I do though? I actually do. I I'm gonna say I do because I think, at least for me, like when I'm when we're really when the love is burning, when the love is there. It's there. <laughs> it's there, it's, it's there. burning. You know, <laughs> it's like you want to. <sighs> <laughs> you wanna, you wanna, for reference, she's reaching her hands up <laughs> in multiple directions. You just wanna, you wanna grab their face a little bit, or you know, you wanna, you mm. wanna be around them. And mm, I just feel mm. like it's that like physical chemistry and that you know connection that I think if 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 that's present and yeah. you guys are you know regularly, I wouldn't know because I'm not married. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah. giving that assumptions here, just disclaimer. Yeah, but I'm assuming you'd be there, like, there'd be more physical chemistry if you are engaging physically in the bedroom. Yeah, for sure. I also think, I also think it's then, it separates, like, when, when your only form of intimacy Mm. is sex. Again, I'm making assumptions I imagine here. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it start to feel like work? You know? Yeah. It doesn't feel like something that's just fluidly through your life. Yeah. Like, as a married couple, flu- like, I would want, fluid things I'd want is affection. Yes. Um, affirmation. Yes. Um, spiritualism together. Yes. yes. Like, you want it all to kind of merge into what creates our relationship. Not yes. that, okay, the light goes off, the door is shut, yes. and now we are physically intimate. And yes. then when those things are not true, turns off like a switch that's weird to me yeah but i don't i I feel like you're saying exactly what she's saying then Mm. which is that yeah like you want that pda you want because she's saying 45 which i mean i'm I'm assuming she's saying like it's something that dries out as you get older Mm. so i think what you're saying is let it maintain let it flow let us you know really continue it and i think that's a similar thing that she's saying like let, let it always be there because i think Although the light shouldn't go off, if you do stop, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being consciously affectionate. Imagine you're the wife, yeah? My guy stops doing the cute little... The cute little... When yeah. you're there, yeah. even if it's publicly. Yeah. Mm. You've got to maintain it, dog. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. but anyway, Future husband, please listen very closely to listen what I would with like. Listen with your ears. With your whole ears. Thank really? you. Mm-hmm. Because we're also, serious. don't like that girl's picture today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, stay focused. Stay alert.
Yes, ma'am. You know, control the virus. Anyway. Ah, oh, Lord have mercy. Anyways, <laughs> on to money matters. Money. Ching, ching. Guys, we've been, we've been, you know. Listen. Trying with this money stuff. Can't lie to you. Tell the people, them Tell How the we've been hustling. Them. We've been hustling. So, guys, I had a very spontaneous, I can't even say, like, what this was truly sparked by. In fact, I'll even find the message where I said, said it to you, Ugo. Mm. But... Yeah, I had this. Oh yeah, okay. This is what happened. I had a suit that I had that I really, really loved, but like I wanted some slight alterations. I wanted it to have more of an hourglass type fit, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "All right, cool. I can't really find what I'm looking for. Not in the price budget that I'm. That's not five hundred pounds. So let me try and make something myself." Called my old girl Natalia, Jorge, the old squad from Strom Collection, who for. You guys who don't know the gang me ugo we worked on a startup last year that was working on tailored pieces gang 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 but anyways i was like okay i'm making this thing but really i could make a full collection of these suits and listen to how tendai's brain works she's like <laughs> i could alter this jacket or i could build a branch i could build a brand. <laughs> listen guys <laughs> Anyway, that's on. that's where we ended up. Yeah. And, and then so yeah, I had a week off, I wanna say around May, end of May. Um, and during this time I basically was like to, to Ugo, I said it to a couple of my other friends as well. I was like, you know what, I'm thinking of doing a crowdfund page. And Ugo was like, Yeah, all right, let's get on the phone. And I don't know if you remember what we actually spoke about, Ugo, but mm. Ugo was like Ah, okay. And this is how Ugo's brain works. I said to her, I want to start one brand. She said, we could fund a whole bunch of these brands. <laughs> That's what you said. So let's, let's not talk about how brains work. Ugo said, we could, we could fund a whole bunch. Why one brand? I think I said a suite. You said a suite of brands. I said, what? Bet. Okay. Bet. Bet. I said, all right, cool, 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 cool. There's another brand that I've been thinking of working on, mm-hmm. which is, you know, uh, natural, basically clip-ins that match our natural hair care pattern. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then we went from one to two. Made the platform in about a week, ran that for 31 days, and we raised 27.5K. Yeah, and honestly, guys, like it, it's <sighs> we've been talking a lot about how 2020 for us, like a lot of things have happened that we couldn't have envisioned. Because to, to just put this in perspective, mm. last year we would get excited over a competition that was 1k or 5k, you know. We were entering competitions to to get very small amounts of money, even looking to enter like, what do you call it, schemes where you'd have to give your time and things like that just for 10K. So to to think that £25,000 would come within 31 days. Crazy. Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, unexpected, but both something... You know, like, I really feel like God put it in my heart because the the pace at which it happened was just, like, phone call, website, launch, talking to people, money, boom. That's how it worked. So it was insane. But, yeah, that's how we've been making money. Money was the toughest thing mm. and the most surprisingly easy thing about crowdfunding. Mm. Yeah, so I think... The toughest thing was just following up with people. And I think if you're looking at like a conversion rate, right? If you speak to 100 people, probably 10 to 20 of those people are actually going to put money down. Mm -hmm. And I think the toughest thing about it was you you couldn't really anticipate who it was Mm -hmm. that was going to put money down. There's people who are super close to who didn't put money down. Mm -hmm. And then there was people who I didn't know well at all who put significant amounts of money down Mm -hmm. and you know message me their words of support and things like that so i think that was one of the tough things because even though you shouldn't i don't think you know value relationships based on this one thing alone Mm -hmm. i think sometimes because you know you've put yourself out there it's your baby it's hard when you get a rejection from someone who you 
care about yeah to kind of just swallow that pill and then the easiest thing i would say was getting started and getting going as i said it took me about a week to build the website i built the website because i didn't want to go on kickstarter mm. or indiegogo because of the fees that they have on the platform um good move also means you can like create curate the content around it exactly before people are actually like dropping the cash they yeah. can actually go in and see like what exactly it is you're doing and yes read around it which i thought was really cool yeah i think it feels a bit more professional as well like i don't know like i just feel like being on a website to me and the layout of it and the aesthetics of it is very different to going on kickstarter even though i feel like there's obvious pros with going on a platform like kickstarter versus running your website um but i would say yeah it was easy to to get going and easy to kind of get the first i would say 5k Mm. but actually the other 20 (laughs) now we pulled out hair teeth nails to get that yeah 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 and i i did predict i told you that Mm. the the first so the first and the last would be the easiest yeah oh yeah yeah, people want it to not be a complete flop yeah but also want to support it when they know it's not going to flop this is the other thing and guys i think this mentality is very watching the pathway taught me a lot about people's um the way people work right because there were people who yeah were waiting to see if i would be successful to support it yeah and i find that very bizarre yeah i found that very clout chasey because you will only attach your name to something once you feel like you know like i it's worth your time and it's not worth it because it's something that you believe in but it's worth it because other people have validated it that yeah yeah and that for me is very odd but i but i also i think that is the kind of mindset Mm. that in like social media mm. has really driven in our generation yeah this idea of finished product over working progress yeah um because which is, a shame. which is a real shame i think i think it really is a big blocker in us supporting people when you know they've got one customer or they've yeah. got one product or it's even at idea stage like yeah. we are fearful as a generation yeah to support people when we don't know if it's gonna blow because yeah other people and you know and then we're happy to when other people are like yeah yeah this is sick this is sick like yeah yeah i think it's crazy and i know it's not that's not new Mm. right i know obviously like the the kind of early adopter thing has been around for ages yeah but it's just a shame it's just a shame for people who go on and on about like support well support black businesses come on guys black entrepreneurship no work for yourself you know where was the dinner with jay-z lot (laughs) (laughs) please please the earning 150k on twitter lot yeah none of their 150k the the work 10 hours a week lot yeah nah I, i genuinely do think like you said i think it's really about supporting people when they're in the process yeah rather than when they're at the end yeah because i i feel like the i don't know what it is i don't know what it is whether it's just placing yourself in their shoes and not being a perfectionist about certain things but regardless like i don't want to focus on the naysayers because there were so many more people who supported it so many more people who uplifted me shout out the 2020 litty committee gang Um, gang gang yeah, whole gang came through, pushed the whole thing. Shout out my parents, you know, like they were busy campaigning in the WhatsApp groups. I'd like to thank my mom. I'd like to thank my mom and my dad. <laughs> I'd like to thank the golf clubs. What? Uncles really came through, fam. Oh, wow. Ah, no, I can't, I can't complain. Wow. Uncles, all of the uncles really, really supported the thing. They just were tired of weaves yeah yeah <laughs> really were yeah. tired of weaves they said that nah, the european hair must go yeah. so nah Love i think it. to anyone who is looking to start a crowdfund shout me message me on instagram happy to answer any cues Love it. yeah cool so this segment is called 30 minutes versus 30k yeah and as a reminder you either pick 30 minutes with someone or you get thirty thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Cash in hand. Cash. No tax. Joyla. Yeah. Beyonce knows. Well, I just think that thirty minutes of Beyonce's time mm. is worth so much more than thirty k that it's not even fair. 
I would go as far as to say, imagining that we were like capital rich, mm. 30 minutes, maybe, maybe 100k for her. Yeah, because the thing is, you could just follow her around. <laughs> like, mm. you wouldn't even have to sit down and talk for those 30 minutes. If I could just walk, walk waft. and and smell your air yeah and just film you I, for I'd those 30 minutes some of the air bottle it and sell it because other people are more obsessed with her than you'd I probably am. make your 30k from that it did, uh, the, the first of... is air on ebay you know what that's 30k made there you know what that's so, actually extremely clever yeah yeah go you'd, bottle you'd her profit. air grab a piece of hair mm. get a shot of roomy yeah Ah, uh, you're yeah, hundreds. You've, you've made your cash. hundreds. That's so true. You could actually, you'd actually be in the clear. Now, fam, you'd yeah. make that money, and you've got discipline to last you two years. Yeah, no, you're so from right. that video that you can rewatch every morning. What would what would you want to talk about? That's the thing. I I'm not. I don't think there's many people who I'd meet and want to talk about and feel like I'd get value in thirty minutes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But if I was. Let me think. Maybe if we should I change was... the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because I think that's just me. Because I'm just like talking. Yeah. I'd rather watch. But I think what I would ask her is like, it sounds like such a basic question, but like what drives you? Mm. I would want to know whether it's truly like, is it being the best person in the world? Yeah. Is it, you know, she's scared of failure? Yeah. Is there's so many people get, energy from a variety of different sources yeah and i'm sure she'd say that it's evolved and you know it's changed over time and bloody bloody blah but i would love to know like even the young beyonce yeah yeah what made you grind she was in a band from like six Mm -hmm. when did it stop being her and her mom's and dad's energy Mm -hmm. and hers yeah yeah completely i would love Uh, to same question I, I would ask similar question. I, I think the one question I'd ask, and I'd definitely pay 30k for it, I'd, I'd ask, when the going is yeah. tough for you, mm. what comes into your mind? Mm. What do you, what is the imagery? What is the thoughts? What is the verse? What is the, what is it? When you're hungry. When you're hungry. And you want to eat exactly, chicken. Exactly. What How makes do you, you pick up the, the apple? Yeah. <laughs> how exactly please tell us and of course we know like you know we know that this is there's a lot of self-discipline and all of this kind of stuff but i just want to know what like starting to understand what the mechanisms that she's employed to do that yeah just be interesting to see what 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 that is and i'm sure the chances are the 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 answer could be habit because if you've been in a band since six years old yeah someone else trained you into thinking this was your entire world so before you know it you've got no choice but to be excellent because you know what I mean yeah you learn ABC you learn how to walk and then you learn how to be great and then that was it yeah yeah all at the same time that is no it's true it could have started from early from early but then you then I would play truth or dare and she'd obviously say truth yeah (laughs) truth (laughs) just like that and she'd giggle a little bit you know because we're playing truth or dare yeah and then I'd be like Beyonce Hmm. what happened in the elevator Oh my god. I'd be like, sis. Literally a billion dollar question. Tea. Drop all of the tea. What happened in that elevator? Yeah. And then once we're I done there, I'd ask Destiny's child, what happened to the old the old castmates? <laughs> Let's just get into all the tea because not only am I selling your hair, You're selling I'm about to sell some starries. <laughs> Perez Hilton is already on speed dial. <laughs> Listen, because I was never gonna be in your video anyway, B. No, I, I can't sing, I can't dance, I can't act. <laughs> So there's no. I gotta, make, I gotta get on the payroll. Blacklist so. me all you want, fam. I've got coins. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> nah, that's a question. Bruh, that is a question. what happened in that lift? Well, where's Solange was beating him up? Her husband got fly kicked, fam. That's what happened. <laughs> husband got fly Yo. kicked. Came out looking raggedy. Nah, she, he them. cheated. Let's not. Well, she let's said see. it. She yeah, said it in the video. It. She said it. He cheated. Yeah. But I just want to, I want to know the level of embarrassment. Yeah. What did he do that really embarrassed you to that extent? And that that Solange had to find out had, even. Exactly. It couldn't even stay in the confines of your marriage. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it was something that was like. She came up to them. Mm. The mistress came up to them. Definitely. 
and Beyonce and he, was and like the, the audacity yeah, in yeah. front of my face. Yeah, yeah. Solange said, "Not today, not honey. Today. Yeah. <laughs> not today. Not I this wish, sister. I wish you would. I absolutely <laughs> that wish fly you kick, would. iconic. Yeah. yeah, that's when I really like. I was like, sis, you don't. Yeah, I really anything really... Solange came out with after that, people would be listening. Anyway. Bra. So it's the fact that they, she then came out with excellence. Ah, oh. it's just a plus. It's just a plus because yeah. after that, I was like, babe. Yeah. Now you've not got the heat. one definition of not the one. Wow. Nah. Wow. And the, that's how you know they're royalty. Mm. That moment shook the world. All we saw was a fly kick. And Beyonce coming out with composure. Composure. As if the queen smile. would do anything different. Honestly. A whole queen. Honestly. What's so funny is that um, Kim Kim and their lot, oh. it now would have been on the next series oh. of, of Keeping Up With, isn't it? And then some conspicuous tweets couple shady instagrams and whatnot you know but i i find it interesting that the two like i would say Mm. well i don't know it's arguable how much like social media influence the two kind of families have yeah versus each other yeah i guess i would say the the kardashian group the difference is that they they actively orchestrate yeah whereas i actually think the allure of like beyonce and then that family group is that you just don't really know which one would you rather have what do you mean? Oh, secrecy as in, or, or you know, I think secrecy. Mm. Secrecy requires a level of like self assurance and confidence. Yeah. In what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think just the nature of who I am. Mm. I prefer the control. Mm. I feel like having a machine behind me that can orchestrate whatever narrative I want to come out tomorrow will come out. Mm. Perez will say what I want. Mm. Twitter will now be trending something I even plugged. I plugged myself <laughs> the, like having that kind of engine behind me would make me feel more comfortable yeah. but i think what i would aim for yeah. is the assurance to know in my own bed in my own room what the fact is and yeah. not really care about what whoever else thinks it actually is yeah. and then know that maybe in a year's time two years time i might drop one little line in one song yeah. and that become a whole think piece kind of generator yeah. which is basically what she did right she only came out with the whole album what a year and a half after, two years after, we yeah. addressed it. Yeah. Yeah. Years later, they yeah. addressed it. So the fact that like, she felt comfortable to sit on that, she didn't care. Yeah. Who cares? Maybe, maybe she did care, but she didn't, they didn't actively try and like n- manipulate the media yeah. around it. Yeah. It takes confidence. What about you? That's a good point. I don't know if I saw, like, obviously the, the, the Kardashian machine is like, they are social gurus. Mm and controlling their narrative mm. i don't know that i kind of it's hard it's it's hard i but i know that i couldn't live that life personally mm. um i just think i would lose it mm. i would lose it i would blur the lines between reality and you know the game yeah or whatever 100 percent. and i think especially when i see their relationship as sisters i don't see I see it's taking a toll on them. Yeah. And, you know, what probably would have started off as just like, ah, oh, cool, this is just scripted drama. Yeah. You know, like, now that um, Courtney doesn't want to play game anymore, you know, they're fighting for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, for me, is just like, yo. Like, I know families have drama anyway, mm. but I think, for me, I would definitely struggle to find the lines between reality and not reality. Yeah, for sure. So I think for that reason... I would aim towards secrecy, but then I say that and, you know, my Instagram is there and, you know, I'm literally like, hey guys, I had a bad day at work. How are you doing? Yeah, but so. it's the, but the ins and out, like you feel comfortable to share that portion of your life online because you know that it's, it's relatively, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, because no one knows, I don't think people on Instagram know whether I'm on, in a relationship or not. No. I don't think on the podcast people know whether I'm in a relationship or not. No. And, yeah, I'd prefer to keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of those... When I get married, my husband's face probably won't be on Instagram. Me neither. So... Realistically. You see the back of their head. You yeah. see, you'll see them. It's not their face. No. <laughs> I'm planning a lot of shots with, like, carefully... Um, you know when people spray flowers at you? Yeah. I'm planning shots where the flowers just happen to keep just him happened. out of focus. And you can see me. You can see and me. And my beat. Yeah. And my dress. But he's but not he there. Just, or, yeah. you know, the the pictures cropped just below his head. Or whatever it may what be. What I will say, though, mm. 
Because it's funny because I've never posted anything related to like romantic relationships on, online. Actually, no, I did when I was like 16, 17. Oh, well, that's <laughs> um, have, did I? No. Oh, I think I might have changed my Facebook status. I love it. Yeah. But <laughs> even not then with the person's name. Just, yeah. just changed it. Yeah. Uh, never done that again. In fact, I think it might still be in a relationship from love way it. back when. Let people Let not bother you. you. No, but I'm spoiling my market. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I do imagine a world, like I, I actually hope for a world where I feel secure enough in the relationship. Yeah. Not as in it's not going to end the next day, but more as in we're, we're secure enough that it doesn't actually matter, like the opinions generated behind like our back kind of thing. Yeah. That I could very tastefully post about the person and when i say that i mean more like you know for example if we go if we go on holiday yeah you know and i'm there twerking on a yacht yeah and he's pouring champagne on my ass yeah like i can film because he's your husband and that's your business honey and that's my business Mm -hmm. i could you know film the i don't know maybe the aftermath or us on the yacht yeah but as we get on or something like that yeah like just kind of i i would hope that by that point or by engagement point i can do that and share that like you know especially because of really my personal instagram now yeah. I'm like kind of going That's through and thing. trying to get rid of people that I don't feel like I know I that think well. You have a personal Instagram. I do. Oh, and so you know what? That's if true. I had a personal Instagram, I think maybe yeah. Like We'd, if yeah, I have a personal Instagram, but my Instagram is like genuinely like very much in line with what I want. Like it's intentional. It's not a personal one. Yeah, you're right. So it's a brand. Now. It's a brand. So like, I just kind of feel like for me, probably not. But yeah, if I come yeah. up with a personal Instagram, then words yeah, like I it's see done. That makes sense. Actually. You know, I wouldn't put anything on my other Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a personal one, so that will be like your friends and your family, and you can post all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, unless I build one of those, which I might actually, mm. you know, like something that's a bit less headache mm. when i would just want to post and i can just post whatever i want to post yeah and it doesn't need to look a certain way yeah 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 i enjoy it yeah it's, i think it, it definitely must be nice to like not be so conscious of like i think i'm like that with my stories like i'm much more relaxed with my stories mm. but even then still mm. i'm conscious yeah of yeah, who's yeah. watching this yeah. yeah yeah need an only fans account <laughs> I know what you meant to say. <laughs> Not that type of OnlyFans. Not that kind of OnlyFans. <laughs> no, put pictures on my toes. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so like, I heard the reviews were mixed <laughs> of my toes. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! I posted a picture of a oh shoe and my, my toes, and like, okay, I didn't have a pedicure. Fine, I just painted my toes myself. Someone had the audacity. <laughs> okay the audacity meanwhile we're in corona so i think the fact that i've got my toes painted Mm, is an achievement achievement. okay they're like babe these sort of you know shoes and posts are only for people with pedicures now wow (laughs) i said what (laughs) i said huh interesting say swear we're in corona i thought i did a decent job anyways the post is still there for anyone who wants to i'm not ashamed okay i like my toes i think they're cute and just said zoom in zoom in if you really want mm, if you dare keep it for when i'm famous for the archives mm. talk about how crusty whatever you want to do mm-hmm. my sell toes is cute sell it mm-hmm. fam mm-hmm. my toes is cute okay and on that note on that note okay so <laughs> business shout outs okay who's shouting out so it's Black Pound Day. Black Pound yesterday, Day. Yesterday. Yes. Okay. Well, on my radar. Okay, yeah, sure. I've got uh, a few, but I'll just pick one. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the first one, or the only one that I'm shouting out today, is... Is... Razzle Tazzle. Okay. Actually, it's probably pronounced Razzle Tassel. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a jewellery line designed by a young Tanaka, also known as Tanaka Travels. Um, so, oh, yes. She, yeah, man. She's a beautiful girl. She puts together travel packages 
which are like affordable luxury. And okay. I mean, I just love black women who are entering the luxury space because mm. why not? Because we deserve it. We deserve. Uh, but yeah, so she she has beautiful, and I mean, I love statement earrings. I almost feel like the only earrings I go for, I'll have like a a, a fake diamond stud because can't afford real diamonds yet. And I'll have a statement piece because I've now got two piercings on my ears. Guys. I noticed that today and I was like, you what? See it? I, yeah. yeah, I was going to say something, but I just thought maybe that's always been there and it's I didn't want to be that friend who only just noticed. I mean, it's it's my ears. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> like, that's very cool. I know. When did you do that? I did that. So Jean did it in like January. No. Oh, I thought you meant Jean did it for you. I mean, Gina's talented and, you know... Listen, I wouldn't be surprised. But that would be a whole lot of trust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she got them... So, Jean actually got her ears pierced, like, for the first time. I think it was end of last year. She didn't have any ear piercings at all. And sis kind of decided, I'll do one. And then she went on a marathon from there. So, I then went with her and got... Yeah, I got my second ones and I was so excited. Amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, the point before I got super excited about my ear piercing, is, yeah, like, the the earrings are just beautiful statement earrings, fellow Zim girl, and she has eco-friendly packaging. Mm -hmm. And again, I just think, like, we're entering sustainability, we're entering luxury, like, what is not to love? Yeah. So I would follow her. It's Razzle Tassel. The Razzle, R-A-Z-Z-L-E, Tassel, T-A-S-S-E-L-L. Go follow it. Go buy some earrings. I actually need to cut myself some. Love it. Which I'll do tonight. Love that. Shout out you, Michelle. Slash Tanaka. Love it. Okay, so mine is a brand, a clean skincare brand called Rootsy. Rootsy? Rootsy. Rootsy. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so this brand reached out to me a while ago now. Yeah. To ask if I wanted to try anything. On my uh, skincare and beauty page at the base and beauty. Uh, the base and beauty. The base and beauty. Um, yes. Yeah. Little uh, shameless little plug. plug. Love it. But yeah, no. So they reached out to to um, ask if I wanted to try anything, and oh my gosh, like the products are so. Listen, you know what you said about like black girl luxury. Mm-hmm. You know when you see skincare products, you just don't need. Yeah. But you want. You want. That is this you brand. Must. And and it's a must. Like mm-hmm. so, she has basically a selection of like of face masks. I love it. Of these things called facial teas. Ooh. I actually think Jean tried oh, no, it. We did it. I you did, did it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so yeah because I recently got a a steamer. Yes, exactly. And so we used it, and then we did the mask after. After. Oh, it was it was amazing. I didn't right? even know the team facial teas were. I, f- I genuinely have never seen that before. So I genuinely think that's a new concept. New categories. New categories. So basically, when you have a face steamer, right? And like, you don't even need an actual face steamer. Face steamer is just where it's like a some little machine you can get from Amazon. You pour a bit of water in it, yeah. and it has like um, some plastic around it. You yeah. put your face in it, and it steams your face. It's really nice. It's like a nice feeling. It also yes. helps to just open up your pores. Open up the pores, yeah. like all of that good stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it's really good, especially for like uh, helping. Um, uh, your serums and stuff penetrate the skin afterwards. So mm-hmm. it's, I always use it before I'm going out somewhere and I want to do like a really nice skincare routine. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So otherwise you can just pour water in a bowl and have a towel on your head. So yes. it's like really easy to do. She's made these facial teas where you, it's like a bunch of like different plants and things. Like mine, the one I used was like chamomile. What else was in this Did have some rose? I no, I got a different rose. one. Oh. I got, I, I think I got a slightly different one. But basically a bunch of different herbs, you pour in the water and then as the steam is made, it has this like aroma that is just amazing. Like, and I, I just love herbal tea, like to drink mm, it anyway. Same, and same, part same, of the experience same. for me is when you can smell it and it's mm-hmm. really strong. It is. The, so, the rose was just, yeah. Really nice. Really relaxing. Yeah. What I love is that, so... I now I'm kind of like I've been perusing the rest of the website now because I really want to try the mask. I want the whole kind of thing she wants now. The range. Um, <laughs> I want the range. You know what I mean? Which I love. I think that's how PR is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to. If I love it, I talk about it. Yeah. I use it. I buy more stuff. And what it's funny because what I found with my page is that when I the the you know very thankful for the PR I've had already. I'm usually 
a little not uncomfortable but I prefer to have supported the brand myself before I then talk about it. Yeah. So when I've had PR before, I've actually ended up repurchasing and then talking about it on my page. Mm, Just because okay. I, I don't know, I feel, I don't know. There's no reason to do that. To feels you. more authentic to me. Yeah. Feels like I, if I really like this, I'll yeah. probably re- repurchase it. You know? Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, so, shout out her, man. Like, I yeah. Do, I, I, I think, listen, I use a lot of jeans products just not knowing, but like... <laughs> I, I, it was an experience, yeah. you know? And I think that's the thing about skincare for a lot of people. It's just that experience, whether it's relaxing, whether it's, you know, you're doing something that's quite different and, yeah. it, you know, it has some sort of chemical element to it. Yeah. Maybe chemical is not the right word, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's a bit yeah. of a fun experiment type of thing. So I think the fact that she's managed to create that at such an early stage, because yeah. it's quite a new brand, I think it's phenomenal. So Amazing. go you. Yeah, definitely. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Well, guys, I mean, damn, it's it feels like we've caught up with old friends after you know, like girlfriend catch up after a while. It really does, which is nice. We were sipping wine. Hope you were too. Yeah, I mean, wine, pink Moscato, pink Moscato, seven pound from Corp. You're done now. <laughs> <laughs> But and yeah. shout out to my I know a lot of my male friends listen to this while they're on, the, guys, on their run so I hope your run was nice guys Tim listen we know you've been screaming <laughs> we have a super fan his name is Tim Ogu mm. um, to, shout out to our super fan you know shout he wouldn't be him. here if it wasn't for you that's actually true he was the first he actually not only stepped on our neck but it was also kind of like I actually won't release my grip until you lot <laughs> sit so down until I hear an episode until I hear an episode okay um, so this one's for you I hope you guys have a great, great have week. An amazing stay week. safe, stay yeah. healthy. Yeah. And we'll see you in two weeks' time. Very soon. Bye. Bye.